Hey, welcome. It is uh, seven minutes after the hour, and we just keep, I keep hearing these stories about our math and reading scores and all that dropping. Uh, they were dropping before the pandemic. That's it. Just that nobody is talking about it. Uh, let me go to the phones here because uh, Herb has been waiting patiently as I uh, got through uh, Eric the Liberal, and I want to bring him up and get him on. Herb, welcome. How are you? I'm fine. So many subjects to talk about. But your previous caller on uh, on health coverage, yeah. Uh, since all surveys of American citizens' opinions, the three lowest groups of the most despicable and the most untrustworthy are are uh, government politicians, insurance industry, and uh, uh, lawyers. And they are the three largest parasites on our health care dollars. So what if we asked the health care industry, oh, and they're the highest on the list of respectables of people who actually do the work. What if we asked them to present a health insurance or a health coverage program that would cover all of the issues without filtering the money first through the government first through insurance companies, or first through the lawyers, which all add considerably to the cost. And let's see what kind of program they would suggest. Would you be opposed to just asking the health care industry to make a proposal? I, you know, you could force them to if you got the government mandates out of the way. You wouldn't have to ask. Government and lawyers and the insurance industry, if if they were told, present a program that would uh, not have those three involved, and let's see what the American public thinks of it. Well, you can't can't say uh, you got to get rid of the lawyers. Much as I. Why not? Well, because there is liability questions. Uh, Something happens to somebody, they get an attorney, and they sue. Uh, you can't take that right away from them, and so the uh, in the healthcare industry has to have the right to defend itself against those suits. You can't get away from the attorneys. Yes, we can, and here's how: that the healthcare people would have a format for doing that to make uh, realistic appraisals of the injuries, and you know, and they could have lawyers on the uh, ah. in the program to do it. They're the lawyers. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, don't you think that would be at least worth asking them about? I see only one solution, and that's turn the market loose. Then healthcare companies, providers, hospitals, uh, the medical community, insurance companies, lawyers, they would all be working in unison because they have to, to provide you with uh, a... a an insurance policy or health care that you're willing to invest your hard-earned dollars in. That's all you need is to get the government out of the way. Then everybody is going to work hard to try to seduce you into giving up your money. Well, oh, couldn't you get get out of the get the insurance companies out of it also if you're going to get the government out? Well, if the insurance company wants to offer something, you don't have to buy it. But what if the medical community offered a program that didn't involve the insurance company? Well, they could do that. In a free market, you have all those options. 
Okay. Now, uh, we've gone on the other subject you just brought up about education. If you go to go to goal number 17, it says soften the curriculum. You're familiar with the goals that I'm talking about. Correct? Yes, I do. Yes, I am. Correct. And, uh, you know, it's uh, get control of the schools. And I think the, about the five fifth paragraph in there says soften the curriculum. And they've been doing that since uh, I got out of out of high school in 1963. You know, and I think you probably know that my communist political science professor in college showed us these goals and said they were taking over education. And he was on the cutting edge of that. And I've been trying to raise people's attention to what's been going on ever since then. But uh, it seems like everybody lives in a serious case of normalcy bias. Yeah, Clarendon Piven or whatever they are. Yeah, look, I, I believe in a free market in education just like I do in health care. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, and as far as, far as the uh, people down in Florida flooding in to take the jobs, is it true that our federal government is still paying people to stay home be in one degree or another because of COVID? I don't know all of the details. I'm I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to say yes or no because I'm not sure if they're still doing that or, or not. But uh, you know, if they have job skills and they want to work. Uh, in construction, boy, get your get your tail down to Florida and go to work. Yeah, I know. That's the field I was in, and land development, and all my buddies that are still in it say they cannot find anybody willing to work. Yeah, you should, they should be grateful that people are streaming across the border that are willing to work and have some skills, or at least are willing to learn them. Have yourself a good day, and I'm still expecting you to pay for that uh, expensive dinner after uh, the Joe Biden administration closes down our government before the election. <laughs> oh, I'm going to enjoy that free meal on you. Herb, thank you very much for the call. <laughs> Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. You know, Brian, i got to stop making these bets. I, I mean, know. It's, it's great that I keep winning, but boy, oh boy, you know, at some point... You're going to run uh, out of steaks. Well, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be able to bring uh, you and your family in uh, <laughs> for dinner. Uh, oh, Lord. That's going to be uh, that's gonna be fun. No, I don't think they're going to shut the government down. Not, not, not buying that. Um, 874-9390. Toll-free numbers 800-529-5572. The Epic Times. I don't know if you guys have subscribed to this or not. I'm going to start bringing them on the show. What day should we bring them on, Brian? How about Wednesdays? Wednesdays. Yeah. I will see to it that we get somebody on from uh, the Epic Times. I was not wholly impressed with them at first. I wasn't sure about them. Uh, but the more of their stuff I read, the more I like them. Uh, they've got a piece to, today on COVID-19. Spike protein disrupting immunity in millions after COVID infection or vaccination. Uh, so apparently there is a problem with both the vaccine and uh, the actual China flu. Multiple studies have shown that the SARS-CoV-2 uh, spike protein is highly toxic and inflammatory protein capable of causing pathologies in its hosts. The presence of spike protein has been strongly linked with long COVID, 
and post-vaccine symptoms. Studies have shown the spike proteins are often present in symptomatic patients, sometimes even months after the, inf- uh, the infections or vaccinations. The numbers of long COVID and post-vaccine cases have been climbing in the United States, increasingly uh, posing as a health care problem. Data from the CDC uh, estimate that around 7% of Americans are currently experiencing long COVID symptoms, which would be over 15 million people. Some people with long COVID have been so debilitated that they can't go to work. The same has been reported in people experiencing post-COVID, post-vaccine symptoms. Over 880,000 adverse events have been reported to the Vaccine Averse Event Reporting System. I want to point something out. That could be misleading. You can go to VERS and say, I got a vaccine and then I got an upset stomach and and it would get reported as an adverse action, even though it may have nothing to do with the vaccine. So you're going to get a lot of crapple uh, being reported that just isn't that isn't real. Uh, It isn't really uh, it's correlation, not causation. Statisticians argue that the number of people suffering from post-COVID, uh, uh, post-vaccine syndo- uh, syndromes is much higher. Um, so the vaccine itself is problematic for a lot of people. We know this about young people, especially young men. Uh, myocarditis developing uh, in young men at an alarming rate after they get the vaccine. I would not. This is my personal opinion. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not giving medical advice. My personal opinion, however, is that if there was somebody under the age of 55 or 60, maybe even 65, I would tell them, I would say not to, not to get the vaccine. Children, young adults, absolutely not. All right, I'm up against the clock. I got to take a quick break. But I'm going to come back and chat with you. And I love chatting with you. So give me a call at 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. And if we can work you in, we will. On the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is um, 21 minutes after 11. Glad to have you with us. So I saw this story this morning in the, uh, as we lovingly call it, the Columbia Spittoon. A Missouri House District 44 race features incumbent Republican... Reich, Democrat challenger, Rathel. And I'm looking at this picture, uh, and he's wearing some kind of like a coolie hat. He looks like... Pardon me. uh, Sneezing here. Um, He looks like uh, some old woman uh, would be working in her garden in the summertime, wearing the the big, uh, broad-brimmed straw hat to keep the sun out of her eyes. Um... But he also referred to a friend of mine, uh, called him a name that I can't repeat on the air. Um, I can come close, though. Truckwit um, is what he called uh, Dale Roberts, who's heard on Carry On Guns uh, about uh, once a month. Um, anyway, uh, he's going up against uh, Cherie Tolson Reich. And I, I got to tell you, uh, Cherie is just a sweetheart. She's just a wonderful, wonderful person. Um, I don't even agree with her on everything. 
I just agree with her on most things. And uh, I would I would really be disappointed if we got this clown instead of her in office. If you're inclined to vote and you're in Ashland or any part of her general area in her district, please go out and vote for her. Uh, yeah, Hallsville is uh, kind of the, the home thing for her. Um, because she really is good for Missouri. I don't endorse a lot of candidates. I don't come out and say, please go vote. But this guy is such a bad idea. I mean, at at every level. Um, Just if you if you if she's on the ballot, give her a vote. God, that just this guy is just such a bad idea. He really is. He's a bad idea. All right. Let me move on, because this I find somewhat troublesome. The U.S. Army's uh, 101st Airborne Division has been deployed to Europe for the first time in 80 years. Well, just about 80 years. uh, Amid soaring tension between Russia and the American-led NATO military alliance. The Light Infantry Unit, nicknamed the Screaming Eagles, is trained to deploy on any battlefield in the world within hours ready to fight. This goes, by the way, with a uh, with a uh, another uh, a piece on Republicans and uh, funding uh, this war against Russia and well, actually, I guess uh, in favor of Ukraine, because apparently Republicans might be in a position to stop it. Republicans, writes the L.A. Times, who question U.S. aid to Ukraine may soon have the power to end it. We really should stop getting involved in disputes that don't actually involve national security. And we, we certainly shouldn't scramble American military on the border with Russia as a, you know, a, a, a veiled... Uh, attempt uh, to intimidate them because it won't it'll do it it'll serve just the opposite putin can't afford to back down right now he's in trouble and can't back down with ukraine if they make the case that you know america is right on our border they're planning to invade here's a video of them training next door uh then it just strengthens his hand I don't know what's the matter with us and our foreign policy, but we've got to wake up and realize that we're not the world's police department. And at $31 trillion, I mean, that's, that's head-exploding number, uh, numbers uh, for debt. $31 trillion. Why are we spending this money on Ukraine? That's not to say that you can't go. It's not to say that you can't donate. But the government cannot do this. We've got to stop doing this. It's not that I'm afraid of Russia or Putin or, or you know, the threat of nuclear war. I think they'll kill him before he could push the button. But we can't afford it. There is no reason for it. 
Hopefully the Republicans actually do stop uh, sending your money and, and literally in your name engaging uh, the Russian military because it really would be up to you to do that. If you wanted to, you could do it. Not the government. All right. Uh, let's see. Once advice on amendments. David in Columbia. Welcome. How are you? Hey, Gary, I'm good. I was just wondering what your thoughts were on a couple of constitutional amendments. Um, one that has to do with the, the uh, General Assembly being able to override the current Constitution and invest in different um, asset classes. Uh, the other one is the one about um, uh, Constitution, uh, and the Constitution um, has to do with, uh, oh, well, it's so... I'll just give you the numbers. It's one. Are you talking about the marijuana initiative? No, no, I don't care about that one. I mean, I think it's going to pass. But no, I'm talking about one, four, and five. All right, I don't have them in front of me, so I can't separate okay. them. I can. I'll look into them here in a few minutes, and I'll tell you what I think. Okay. Be awesome. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, David. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Don with a public service announcement. Well, Gary, I'm not sure if this is allowed. So, could I ask you about it and just see? Oh, go ahead. Okay. Brian uh, usually is the gatekeeper, but I'll, I'll, I'll entertain it. Go ahead. He is, he's already got my credit card info. I do, yep. So, but tonight, uh, Monday night, we're going to have a little get-together for the GOP, local GOP candidates, the Boone County candidates, at the Thornbrook Clubhouse. It's a, kind of just a meet-and-greet from 6 to 7, and then around 7 o'clock, each of the candidates will get about 4 or 5 minutes to kind of give their spiel about why we need to vote for them and, and introduce themselves. And then after that, we're going to have a few questions. And I just thought if you would allow me to put that on the air, you know, it's our local Boone County candidates, and we really got some good ones. Uh, the ones that are supposed to be there are Connie Leopard, Jason Gibson, uh, Dustin Stanton, Shaman Jones, James Musgraves, uh, John Martin, and Sherry Tolson Reich. So we've got an all-star lineup. We just need to get people out to vote and get them elected. I'm Is sorry. That- uh, as a libertarian, I wouldn't promote that to save my soul. Uh, well, and on top of that, it is something that the sales department is supposed to handle. Yeah, that Brian, sounds you like want to weigh in on this? Uh, it does sound like a paid political announcement, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead. But you get a discount because, you know. Well, it, it, there's free pizza, though. There's what? Uh, free there's pizza? Free pizza. Yes, we're having pizza. Who, who, who's pizza? Uh, Little Caesars. Ah, I like pizza, Little pizza. Caesars. I do, too. I'm a big fan, of especially their uh, pepperoni. Free, free? But, so okay. it it is free. Huh? So and we'll have some refreshments too. Huh. So, so if you're in the area of the Thornbrook Clubhouse from six to seven, and it'll probably go on to seven thirty or eight. Uh, hey Brian uh, Brian, where's the Thornbrook uh clubhouse it's, it's at forty three hundred uh Thornbrook Terrace. There you go. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to mention any of that. Yeah, it's, I, uh, I can't help you now, Don. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'll try again next time. All right. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. It's 1135. And uh, apparently, uh, Brian, um, my neighbor uh, has a, a dog. And uh, they're feeding the dog uh, canned meat. Oh, yeah. We can't have that. Would you mind walking over to your neighbor's house and ask them to change their diet? You know, because they care about the planet, don't they? Well, yeah, and they, they love okay. their dog. Yeah, so yeah. They, uh, they've been... Yeah, maybe their here? dog would like to go vegan. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, just, I was just thinking about the... Uh, carbon paw print that that dog leaves and you know you could have a friendly discussion with them and tell them you know how pet foods cause global warming and this is really a big problem because you know how many people have dogs and if you could do that you know go down the street and any dog that you see just same, walk up to same them and message them, yeah knock, don't knock, knock. feed him anything with meat right yeah because of global warming we need to get this message out somehow what was that CNN thing? This is CNN. This is CNN. <laughs> CNN pointed to the products we buy for them, referring to your dogs, that contribute to the climate crisis, specifically their food. Their meat-heavy diet is the biggest contributor to their carbon paw print, <laughs> which requires an abundance of energy, land, and water to produce. And the production of pet food emits huge amounts of planet-warming gases. <laughs> so, um, it added that if our furry friends formed a separate country, it would rank fifth in global meat consumption behind China, the United States, Brazil, and Russia. According to the UCLA professor and author of the uh, study. So, uh, those of you, you know, it might be uh, a better idea, Brian, instead of just telling them, because you know they're going to cheat. They're going to give their dogs meat. Oh, no, I'm sure they would no, follow they're your... No, they're going to cheat. Just have them put the dog down. <laughs> and and that'll, that'll you know, pretty much end uh, any threat of... Uh, but they love that meat. animal. It's hard to... Yeah, I know, down. but it's, it's global warming. That's true. It's more important. Yeah. Because otherwise, none of us will be here. Yes, it, it's going to be horrible. Um, so get rid of the dog... Uh, Fido doesn't need dog food. Just say no. Take a page out of Nancy Reagan's book. Just say no. Get rid of the dog, and you don't have to worry about it. Um, what about cats? Uh, cats eat seafood, don't they? Is that more to their liking? I don't know. Um, I don't pay any attention to what Gwen gives the cat, because I hate the cat so much. But I know she gives them uh, something out of a can. I uh, wonder if we have to get rid of the cat. You know, yeah. Brian? Uh, <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> well, what? No, I'm, I'm uh, worried about the, I'm worried about the, the globe. Uh, uh -huh. I think I should show this to Gwen, and, and maybe she'll get rid of the cat. That's true. Yeah. You, well, you could try. Or maybe she'll get rid of. <laughs> Some, me, Somebody I, uh, else that likes meat, right? Yeah, <laughs> that might not be a good idea. Never mind. But I do, I do hate the cat. Absolutely. <sighs> it was such a good idea while it lasted. And then there's this. There was another story about lab-grown steak. Oh boy, I yeah. think I'm going to pass. Yeah, uh, you've said oh, enough. <laughs> yes. 
I don't need any story to tell me about lab-grown meat. I yeah no uh uh-uh. there is nothing about it that is attractive to me. What about Burger King? Wasn't Burger King offering some meat alternative to uh, uh, their hamburger? Yeah, there's some plant-based meat. Are they uh, still offering that, it? They're pushing. Uh huh. I don't know that Burger King is. I know there's several companies that uh, offer those type of products, and I have never sampled them. My yeah, I have I have no yeah. If I want something that tastes like a a steak, or I want something steak, that you know? tastes like a hamburger. I'm just going to go get the real McCoy. Um, I, some 3D printed steak just doesn't strike me as is a really delicious uh, way to have dinner. I I don't know. It just sounds kind of kind of crummy to me. Um, I, it, it, can you imagine going into a place like uh, our favorite steakhouse and finding out? Oh no, that would <laughs> never do. That would never do. <laughs> there is just there is just something about that steak at CC City Broiler that is just fabulous. I mean, it, it, he used, he's got this wood flame grill, and a, I don't know what the magic seasoning is. I don't know anything about it except it's delicious. And then they bring your dinner. If you've not been to CC's, they they bring your dinner on. They serve everybody at once. And everybody is, everybody's plate is under this silver dome. And they remove the dome simultaneously. If you got five people or ten people, they got ten people pulling, you know, everybody's dinner is exposed at the same time. And inevitably, you hear people go, oh, ah. And they're just so impressed with the presentation. But boy, when you bite into that juicy, thick, tender steak, it's like, oh, oh, it's just outstanding. The lobster mashed potatoes, oh, man. And then you get the onion rings with the uh, bistro sauce. What? Dippy. Who you call it? No, no, it's bistro sauce. No, no, it's not. B-I-S-T-R-O, bistro sauce. (laughs) D-I-P-P-Y. And that would, you know, describe you, too, as a matter of fact. Yeah. There, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, is a problem with uh, getting enough employees. But we have got an opening right now uh, oh, popping up. this is up. fantastic. Uh, and it is uh, for a producer for the show. But you I mean, wouldn't want this job because you have to put up with Gary. I mean, a real producer. <laughs> Jeez. Now I'm hungry. Now I want it. But anyway, they, they do have lab-grown steaks. I, would would you buy one? Would you try it even? No. Really? Uh-uh. Wouldn't even try it? No. Well, I mean, why? If I want steak, I want steak. I don't want a plant All right, so steak. why are they, are they, are they making 3D printed steaks and hamburgers or lab created or whatever just because of global warming? I don't know. Maybe because it's cheaper? I'm guessing. I mean, and what goes it seems into like it? the only reason to make a meat substitute is because it's cheaper. Why else would you want that? Well, some people believe if they think your dog is causing global warming, what do you think they believe about cattle oh, when they yeah. belch? So I'm, uh, you know, I, I just, if you walk, let me ask you this. I want you to imagine you're walking through Gerbs or whatever grocery store. And you get to the meat counter, and they have um, a 
a steak in front of you that is lab grown, would you at least try it? Would you give it a whirl? Have you ever walked into a grocery store and seen uh, they've got somebody with little samples like a piece of steak on a, yes. on a toothpick and they offer that? If you're going through the local grocery store and somebody is offering you a, a sample of lab-grown steak, would you try it? Would you, would you pop it in your mouth and give it at least a shot? Uh, would you actually buy one? If you're in the grocery store, maybe the, uh, you, you're walking past the, uh, the meat counter and uh, they advertise a deal on a lab-grown steak and it's half the price of a regular steak. Would you buy it? 874-9390-800-529-5572. And you know, one more question I want to throw out there because I know we've got vegetarians that listen to this program. Because they've called to ask me if they could eat something at CeCe's, and they can. CeCe's has some, some great food there. If you're a vegetarian, would you try a lab-grown steak? Would you give it a whirl? Would you, would you buy one? All right, your call's coming up. Una momento on The Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 1149. You're hungry. You want to get something for the family, and you're walking through the grocery store, and you get by the meat counter, and you don't have a lot of money because of the inflation, <laughs> and you see this lab-grown steak or lab-grown ground beef for half the price of a regular steak, would you buy it? If you were walking through that grocery store, and they had one of those people there get offering up samples... You know, they stick a little toothpick in a little piece of whatever it is they're selling. Would you taste it? Would you buy or taste lab-grown meat? 874-9390-800-529-5572. I don't think I would even taste it because I, I, I don't understand what's in it. I mean, what, what could you possibly be making it out of? <laughs> Rick, welcome. It's people. Rick, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Hello. I don't have a comment about the meat. I wanted to make a comment about the person that called about a political meeting that really wasn't on the air, but it was not on the air or was it on the air. In any case, as a libertarian, you might appreciate the fact they're giving things away. So I, I assume they were giving away pizza and drinks. So I assume it was a, a democratic thing, was it? <laughs> I don't know, but they got my interest when they said free. Hey, you must be a Democrat. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not insisting that you pay for it. Somebody voluntarily paid for it. I must be a libertarian. Brian, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Hey, you mean? Yeah. You want to turn your radio down if you could. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing well. Uh, I just wanted to, uh, you know... Give my opinion on some of the meat topic. I mean, absolutely, I'm not trying any lab-grown beef, but uh, I'm at about 10 years now without any beef, and I do get tempted by it. But uh, I wanted to let you guys know a little bit about the uh, carbon contribution that the cows are having and how they do contribute to the planet changing. How do they? Uh, how do you know? Fun. How do you know the planet is changing because of anything unnatural? Oh, well, I'm an environmental engineer. Yes, there we go. <sighs> Oops. I was just going to have some fun with him. I yeah. really was looking forward to that one. 
But unfortunately, there are some words you can't use on the air. He could have said defecate mm -hmm. or cow patty. Poop. Poop. Yeah, but uh, the word that rhymes with spit is not acceptable. I, you know, we have yet to find out, and Brian and I have been looking. We have been asking everybody that we know that's in favor of man-made global warming, who believe that nonsense, what exactly is the temperature that we should be at? Where do you draw the line? Was it 1972? Was it 1968? Uh, 1953? Uh, maybe on Brian's birthday in 1872? <laughs> What 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 year was it that we had the perfect temperature <laughs> that you're trying to achieve? Uh, I don't know where it is, and I'm just wondering too now with this push for electric cars. If everyone drives electric, is that it? Is that as far as they need to go? Or oh no 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 no. no. You remember this summer when it was really hot out? Yeah. And you turned your central air conditioning on? Uh-huh. Well, we should, we should rip that out. But I needed to stay comfortable. It was, like, really warm in the house without it. Just do, you know, you, know, you should have... I need to suffer? Well, you should have Denise do what I have Gwen do. Fan? Yeah, Gwen just <laughs> spends the day fanning me all day. Oh, that's weird. I'm going to ask her about that next time I see well, her. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, bother her with, with, that, with that question. No. 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 It might not be good. Hey, uh, Gwen, tell me about the time that you fan Gary when he's, you know, in the heat. He said that you, that's a thing that you do. I'm in heat all the time. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, this whole thing, I mean, it's just getting so stupid. And, and I don't know what they make. How do they make this? What do they put in there? What, what, what are they injecting? Is it, is it uh, all plants? Could that be? What kind of energy does it require to run the machine... That makes the artificial meat. I mean, that, that's got to be a, an energy uh, burner, too. Uh, Terry sent me a message, Brian. Says, I love great steak. I drool during ads for your favorite steak place. But even if the lab rats wanted to pay me big bucks to try it, I'll pass on the opportunity. I can hear the new radio announcement now. If you or a loved one ate lab-grown beef and suffered debilitating side effects, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, somewhere down the road. <laughs> it's just, it's not natural. And it's, it's, it's just, it, it's a waste of energy. Okay, I had to look this up. Scientists will use a cow's stem cells, the building blocks of muscle and other organs, to begin the process of creating the cultured meat. The cells are placed in petri dishes with amino acids and carbohydrates to help the muscle cells multiply and grow. Need any more info? That sounds awful. It does. I mean, <laughs> really like, sounds... Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be eating a steak out of a petri dish. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You couldn't make, I don't know. Maybe they could cover it up and make it taste decent. I, I don't know. Uh, but I see no no reason to avoid 
And because I'm talking about steaks, of course, I get on the uh, on the on the interwebs and start looking, and there is a USDA prime porterhouse steak. Oh, those oh. are the best. That's my favorite. Yeah, that is. There's no such thing as a bad steak, I guess. But wow! And then I it, it, right away I think about CC's and that the Gary steak. You got to get there really at five o'clock because they disappear that quickly. I remember the first time I saw that bad boy on a plate, and I thought, oh, my God, i got to tell people about this. And it is just unbelievable. Then, of course, you want to go outside and, and vape and have yourself a, an artificial cigarette. Yeah, Not an artificial steak. If I only knew where to go to get one of those I'll tell you where devices. to go. Yeah. I'll tell you where you where, can go. Where, where should I go? Where you should go? You can go. To, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> say that on the air. No. Why? Do you, do you have a favorite place? Oh, yeah. But I can't think of the name of the place. Well, then we'll move on because we got a lot of other topics. Oh, it's topics Como there. Vapor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't you know? With the two locations over yeah. there on the business loop in Park 8 Center and then yeah, Night yeah. Long right next and to the Suddenly your Hut. memory got good. Yeah, it did. Uh huh. And uh, in fact, I got to run up there, get some coils. <sighs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, no, I just, I was looking at uh, messages at GaryNolan.com. Gary, I wish you could make your website where we can send you pictures. I have a picture that will blow your mind. All right, if you've got a picture, Dwayne, that will blow my mind, uh, send it to GNolan at ZRGmail.com. GNolan at ZRGmail.com. There's another uh, email address there, too, but I haven't memorized it yet, Brian, so I'm going to just send I'm not sure that. what yours is, but uh, they've changed everything up here with yeah. the mail address. It's Mail Zimmer or something. Yeah. Well, it still gets to me, so for yep. right now, gnolan at zrgmail.com. But I am not... Uh, I'll do the artificial cigarette. I'm, I'm enjoying that. Um but not the artificial steak. That's that's just going too far. Hey, you know what we got going on tomorrow? Jennifer Bukowski is going to be with us. Uh, and she always has some really interesting stories to talk about. I would... I, I'm, I'm running out of time here, but I, I got to... Uh, no, I'm not going to get to it. I, I talked about fake steak for too long. Uh, but Democrats may be paying people to vote. I'll give you the details tomorrow. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby, honey, I'm coming home.